All right, here we go. In three, two, and one. Hello again, everyone, and welcome into the Mile High Hockey Podcast. I'm Mike Evans, and as always, our podcast is presented by the great people at TNT Home Services for all your heating, plumbing, cooling, and electrical needs. Reach out to TNT Home Services, a proud Ream Pro partner. You can call them at 720-500-1979 and at a tnthomeservicesco.com. TNT Home Services, we got your six. So here we are, the Avalanche having now lost two in a row as they fall to the Seattle Kraken. Any reason for cause for concern? Me? No. And I'm I'm not trying to come up with some, uh, you, you know, the sky's always blue and there's nothing to see here and be a pure homer and all that. There's there's none of that. I'm just kind of looking at it logically. And you've got five games left in the season. And these guys, they've been grinding through a full season. They can see the finish line. They know the postseason's right around the corner. They can't wait. And here's what the schedule makers give, give you. Here's a three-game trip to Seattle, Edmonton, and Winnipeg. And before you say, well, it's springtime now. Not in Winnipeg, it's not. It's still winter. Didn't they just have a game postponed because of a snowstorm in Winnipeg? Doesn't winter in Winnipeg last till like August? Ugh, Winnipeg. I've never been to Winnipeg. Anybody listening been to Winnipeg? What kind of town is Winnipeg? Reach out to me. I'd like to know what Winnipeg is like. Is, Is Winnipeg ever nice? Is it like really nice in the summer? Anyway. I'm getting off track. Uh, when you when you have three road games like this at a time where you've wrapped up your division, you've wrapped up the best record in the Western Conference, and you know, by the way, coming after this three-game road trip, you have games with St. Louis, Nashville, and Minnesota. Now, now those are games that you look at and say, okay, th- th- these are these are divisional games. They're they're rival games. They're potential playoff preview games. Yeah, we can really use these games as the tune-up for the regular season. But three road games in Seattle, Edmonton, and Winnipeg? Ugh. Ugh. So, playing badly, getting off to a horrendous start, giving up three first-period goals to Seattle. I, I'm sorry. I just can't can't get all revved up and upset and uh, react and oh, no, and red flags are going up all over the place. I, I'm just not going to do it. So... If you see reasons for concern, go for it. But I I just can't put a whole lot of stock in what we see in this uh, mini road trip that they have. To me, the things that matter most, are are you continuing to get guys back healthy and get them worked back into playoff form? Good to see Nazem Kadri back. Uh, Get him back up to speed. And now it's just a matter of getting Gabe back. And... You know, it looks like Gabe has picked up his skating. Uh, I think you're looking at, at, at in a best case scenario, he comes back for a couple of those games at the end of the season. Let him get back out there. Let him work himself back into shape a little bit. Knock off some of the rust and just kind of get amped up. I, I I don't like the idea. It's like we've been having this big debate about Jamal Murray coming back, and I just don't like the idea of somebody who's been out. Now, granted, Gabe hasn't been out as long as. Jamal Murray has, but the, the point being that when you've been out for a while, the idea of jumping right back into the 
intensity of the Stanley Cup playoffs is something I, I don't want him to have to make that kind of a jump. I'm not saying he can't do it, but ease him back in with a couple of games left in the regular season, and then he can ramp up and be ready to go when the playoffs start. But other than that, other than staying healthy, uh, what you see with this team is is pretty much what you get. And you you look at how this team is going to be constructed, uh, both on, on the forward lines, the defense. We know it's going to be Darcy Kemper. So there, there's really very little mystery in uh, personnel coming down the stretch. So it's about getting healthy. Now, there is the debate about the President's Trophy, and, and I do want to talk about that uh, because Adrian Dater, who you hear a lot on this award-winning podcast, by the way, thank you, Colorado Broadcasters of a Association Award, but thank you also to all the great uh, listeners of, of the podcast. Adrian Dater, uh, a big part of it throughout the course of the year, as you know, and he said, yeah, the uh, it matters. It matters from the standpoint of when you look back on the Avalanche winning the Stanley Cup in 2001, they had Game 7s along the way, and they were able to have them in their own building, including Game 7 against New Jersey. And to say that home ice doesn't matter, uh, I defy anybody who was there that night in the Pepsi Center, Game 7 against the Devils, to say that the fact that that game was there instead of New Jersey and tell me uh, that there was no difference. Oh, it was a huge difference. Oh, man, I still get goosebumps uh, thinking about what that environment was like that night. It was unbelievable. And so to be able to have that game seven in your barn is is a big deal. The problem is is that I, I just don't see how you can dangle that as a carrot in front of your team with, a handful of games left. Now, you you and I may look at it and say it's important. First of all, it's important from the standpoint that uh, it's it's kind of cool to be able to say, hey, the team I root for is the best team in the league. The team I root for was the best team in the league during the course of the regular season. That's cool, right? You, you like to have a, a certain bit of pride in that. Our guys were the best. But there's also the idea that I, I do like the idea of home ice. And and, and it's it's funny because one thing that you've seen over the years is that more and more, there doesn't seem to be a huge advantage for the home teams when it comes to the Stanley Cup playoffs. And what was it, uh, uh, two years ago, two, three years ago, um, when St. Louis won the Stanley Cup, they beat the Bruins in a seven-game series, and in all seven games, the road team won. All seven games. So, and that's part of a recent pattern where we're seeing more and more road teams succeed in the playoffs. Why does that happen? Uh, I, I I have my theory. My, I mean, my theory is is that when you go on the road to play hockey in the playoffs, it allows you to play a much simpler game. You go in with the idea we're going to play a good road game. We're not going to take too many chances. We're going to be safe with the puck. We're going to try to clog up the middle of the ice. Uh, We're always going to have guys back on defense. We're prepared to play a little more defensive-minded, a little bit more rope-a-dope, and then wait for our chances and then counterattack the other way. It just, it it seems like it, 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 it's an easier game to play, much more simplified, much more conservative. Whereas when you're at home, you're feeding off the energy of the crowd, 
maybe you want to make a play, maybe a little bit more of a spectacular play, maybe you might take a little bit more of a chance, and that can lead to a mistake going the other way, pucks in the back of the net, you end up losing a game. So that's my theory as to why we see more road teams succeed in the playoffs, but I still, all that said, I'd rather take my chances in game seven knowing it's in my my building. And so the importance of the President's Trophy, yeah. I mean, they already have home ice wrapped up through the Western Conference, so there's that. It only will matter. It's only going to matter if you run up against the Florida Panthers in the Stanley Cup Finals. And sitting here right now, it's it's real easy to say, hey, you're telling me the only time I have to worry about a Game 7 is if it's in the Stanley Cup Finals, and it is only if the opponent's the Florida Panthers? Okay, maybe it isn't that big a deal. Until it gets to that point, and you are getting ready to play a Game 7, and then you're like, whew, thank goodness we took the President's Trophy seriously enough and went out and won it. Uh, I, I know that there's been plenty of discussion about President's Trophy and curses, and it doesn't necessarily translate, and, and there is pl- ample evidence that just by winning the President's Trophy doesn't guarantee squat when it comes to Stanley Cup success. But, but the last time the Avalanche won the Cup, they were the President's Trophy Award winner, 118 points that year. And it mattered then, right? So if we have the historical precedent to show that it matters, then go for it. Go for it for all the reasons that I talked about. But here's the problem. I, I just don't think you and I as fans can say, yeah, you know, it, it, go for it. You know, it's important. It's a source of pride. I just don't think that with five games left in the season, it's something that Jared Bednar can go to his players and say, come on, guys. I know we're in Edmonton right now. I know we're in Winnipeg. I know you guys are kind of bored right now with the uh, regular season. You want to get on to the playoffs, but, man, we got to buckle up, and we got to really grind, and we got to go for it because we want that President's Trophy. I think that would be met with a general eye roll uh, from the Avalanche players. Not that the Avalanche players don't want to compete um, but and don't like the idea of finishing with the best record. I just don't think it is a huge motivating force for them as much as it may be for the front office, the coaches, or certainly us as uh, fans and followers of the team. So uh, go for it. it it's going to be difficult. That loss to Seattle hurt. Uh, that loss, no doubt hurt Florida is rolling right now uh they've won 11 in a row I, I suppose the, the conversation you're having there about them is don't peak too early um and and as far as the avalanche losing these last couple games in a row honestly big whoop they, they'd won nine in a row previously uh they took a stretch of hockey remember a few weeks ago we were talking on this podcast about hey you know they're kind of muddling along right now five four and one over a span of 10 games you know have they peaked too early I'll tell you what, if the Avalanche go on to win the Stanley Cup, I'm going to look back on those back-to-back games with Pittsburgh as being a huge part of keeping them engaged and playing at a high level uh, almost right to the end of the NHL season. And I'll also look at at these three games at the end of the season with St. Louis, Minnesota, and Nashville as a way to kind of keep them sharp. Um, I, I, I am just so excited about the start of these playoffs. I feel good about the start of these playoffs. I know people are trying to take their shots at at uh, bringing the Avalanche down and and trying to continue to uh, bring up <laughs> you know recent recent failures. I had uh, sent along to me 
by one of our uh, great hockey listeners. Uh, I'll give him a plug here, Donald Sanger. And he talked about this uh, podcast that's done involving um, a Minnesota, uh, a woman who covers the uh, wild and basically went on to say that the avalanche, they're, they're a paper tiger. They're a fraud. They are somebody that's, you can't trust come playoff time. Uh, There's somebody that's going to, uh, their style doesn't work come playoff time, that all you have to do is kind of stand up to them and knock them around a little bit, and they'll crumble. Hey, I again, I, I know that's out there, and I know that's something the Avalanche have to deal with, and it's something that's going to kind of haunt them, that's something they're going to you know carry around until they prove otherwise. But I... I I love where the Avalanche are. I think I think keep talking about how soft they are. Keep talking about how their style isn't conducive for the playoffs. That during the regular season they're all about flash and finesse, but then once you stand up to them in the playoffs, they'll they'll crumble. They won't be able to play that style. Keep talking that way. Keep talking that way. I I the more that this team can build that chip on their shoulder, the notion that oh everyone thinks we're soft. You you take a bunch of 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 grown men professional athletes among the best in the world and tell them repeatedly, oh, you're soft. Oh, you don't have the the guts. You don't have the toughness to go out and play and win a Stanley Cup. Man, keep keep that talk going. Let them keep soaking that up. Let them keep feeding off that. I, I, I Part of the reason I'm so bullish on this team is because I do think they learned their lessons from last year, and I think that they – have not only gone out and shorn up the roster in a way that addresses some of those physical limitations that they've had in the past, but I just think from an attitude standpoint, I think this team is crazy hungry, just crazy determined, and and they are so hungry to go out and, and, and prove themselves. And, hey, ego, pride, motivation, things like that to go along with talent, that can be a real powerful driving force to get you through the long haul of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And it is a long haul. So uh, we shall see what happens over these handful of games left. Here we go. Edmonton, Winnipeg. Let's get those over with and then uh, get home and um, see what happens against those uh, good good rival teams, St. Louis, Minnesota, Nashville, and see who they're going to play in the first round and see if the President's Trophy is still something that is within their reach. We'll be back again a week from now to talk all about it. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks to our sponsor, TNT Home Services, for all your heating, plumbing, cooling, and electrical needs. Give them a call, 720-500-1979. And at TNTHomeServicesCO.com, TNT Home Services, we got your six. We'll talk to you again next week on the Mile High Hockey Podcast.